The following contest is a first round match in the Kings of Consoles tournament to determine the greatest game in the history of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Two games enter, only one can advance. Introducing first, the 92nd Seed, a 1990 skateboarding action adventure game from EA and Konami, Skate or Die 2, The Search for Double Trouble. And its opponent, the number 37 Seed, a 1988 arcade shooter port from Konami, Jackal! Your ringside judges are Ricky Giraldo and Pat Dooley. Nothing left to say but round one, fight! Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Kings of Consoles. This is the podcast where we're trying to figure out the best game for the Nintendo Entertainment System by means of a giant tournament. I'm Pat Dooley. And I'm Ricky Geraldo. And like I said, we've uh, we've done six of these so far. This is episode 7 where we're going to see the number 37 seed Jackal take on the number 92 seed Skate or Die 2 The Search for Double Trouble, which I think is probably the most obnoxious title we've had so far <laughs> over the course of seven <laughs> right. episodes. I wonder if people actually said the full name at the time. Like, oh, I'm sure they didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it was just Skate or Die 2. Um so last week, uh, we talked about Dr. Mario and Ring King. Um, we got a little bit of, of, uh, of feedback about uh, our, our, war, our content warning about the Ring King uh, gif that we were talking about last week. Um, we'll get into listener feedback later on. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's something. Uh, <laughs> so let's... <laughs> Uh, let's go ahead and and dive right into it. Uh, we always start uh, with the lower seed. Uh, as always, these seeds are determined by the game's ranking in IGN's list of the 100 greatest NES games of all time. So thanks again, IGN, for doing that, uh, doing the heavy lifting for us. So all we have to do is talk about it. Uh, so the number 92 seed is Skate or Die 2, colon, The Search for Double Trouble, which is a 1990 skateboarding action adventure game uh, developed and published by EA. Uh, it's uh, one of the first games that I can remember that has like digitized vocals and actual like an electric guitar in the opening theme. Yeah. Um, so the you know the music is rad. It sounds like a '90s skateboarding thing. Yeah, I put on my notes. I'm like, what a theme! The intro was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty impressive. And I mean, we'll definitely have that running underneath our conversation about it uh, as we have in the past. It's a uh, it's it's pretty wild for for its day, uh, considering this is a, uh, a a year before the Super Nintendo came out. So they were doing that on that eight bit chip. Uh, pretty impressive. Uh, so it's got two modes. Uh, there's a half pipe mode, and uh, I think it's just called story mode or adventure. Adventure is what it's called. Um, so I did both. I don't know uh, how did you how did you I approach did this well. one. So I started on the half pipe and was really bad at it. Um, I got several game overs uh, doing that, um, which every time your skater quits, um, ironically, the skater doesn't die. 
uh, in Skate or Die. Uh, but when he quits after you fall enough times, he breaks his board and says in a really digitized 8-bit voice, No way, dude! Um, which uh, I heard many, many times before I quit and went All to adventure times. mode. That's not easy, man. I was like, this is... Why is this so hard? <laughs> you would think it would be super easy, like... You know, the controls in Tony Hawk Pro Skater are, you know, much more intuitive. Uh, and there were, you know, four times as many buttons on that controller. Right. Uh, you would think, you know, some combination of A and B and the D-pad would make you do stuff. But I never could figure it out. Uh, so that's when I switched over to Adventure Mode. Which begins with a cutscene, which is also kind of rare for the era right. a lot of times it's just on screen text and that's really really like genuinely funny opening cutscene <laughs> i i laughed out loud uh, before i even started the adventure um just kind of the cliff's notes version uh you're an, an unnamed skateboarder who is distracted by a bully named ice pick uh, and because you're distracted, you are, you know, you're on your skateboard and you run over the mayor's wife's poodle, poodle. Oh. Uh, which then means the mayor bans skateboarding. And somehow the solution to this is to meet the mayor's wife in a warehouse and attack her with a paintball gun. Uh, it's a really wild game. It's, it's so deeply weird. Um, I would even hesitate to call it good. Like it's not... It controls bad. It's it's not even that fun, but it's so silly and so out there that yeah, I it, I had a good time playing it. It reminded me a lot. It's weird. This is gonna sound weird, but it, it's kind of like Grand Theft Auto. Okay, because it was very like wacky. I don't know. Sometimes Grand Theft Auto could be super wacky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's like a, a tongue-in-cheek element to to some yeah, of the missions in the GTA games. That yeah, and like all the characters, like Lesto, the primo skater. Like I don't know where they get the names, but there's a lot of Spanish names. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, taco. Like you had to get food, so there was tacos in the sewers. Yeah. <laughs> Why would that happen? Yeah. So you you basically you upgrade your board and your abilities by basically it's the barter system. Like you're getting fries and nachos and tacos and <laughs> sodas. Was that what the fourth thing was? I think so. Yeah. And you're basically so. yeah, and you just like you know trade those for goods and services with uh, Lester. And I didn't make a note of what Lester's dad's name is. Yeah, or then when you go to the mall, there's different shops. See, I can already tell you made it farther than I did. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll get to that later. But um, <laughs> I made a note. Uh, it, this is something we've touched on a couple of times on the show over the course of the last month and a half we've been doing episodes. Games were so much harder before there were tutorial levels. Yes. Um, you run into Lester and you pay him in food and he quote-unquote teaches you new moves you can do on your board but he doesn't actually tell you how to do them so you're just kind of left button mashing until you figure out what combination does the 180 ollie you just learned yeah that's what you gotta i just bought and mashed like crazy i'm like oh my fingers but here we go <laughs> yeah so i 
I died a few times going through adventure mode, and then after a couple t tries, I finally figured out that in order to do almost anything, you have to almost immediately upgrade your board to yeah. the, what, rocket board? Is that what the third level, the the one that you max out on in the first level, that's fast and can jump? To be honest, but... I think I think it is rocket board. Yeah. So like that's when you go into the warehouse and you drop down into the bottom level, unless you have the rocket board, you can't make the jump back up to the ground level. So you have to just skate into a wall so that you respawn at the top part of the warehouse and can skate out the door. Um, but yeah, the rocket board is the only way to uh, to advance. Um, also noticed for a town that has banned skateboarding, almost everybody is on a skateboard. <laughs> they like skateboarding man the skateboarding yeah in this town is you know the way of life yeah you gotta you know skate or die man skate or die <laughs> and they did it twice yeah <laughs> yeah that's right they somehow survived the skating or dying once so they might as well do it again i have a, another note so you meet this girl character cj yes it was is she the redhead she looks exactly like ariel yeah Ar yeah <laughs> <laughs> Just like Ariel. I was like, this is Ariel. They copied that from Disney. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's an exact... Like, if you just Google image search CJ from Skater Die 2, like, you will see a picture of Ariel, the Little Mermaid. Uh, and this game came out in 1990, and Little Mermaid was 89, so it's they not like a coincidence. The they 100% <laughs> stole her look. Um... <laughs> Uh, one other thing I enjoyed about the game, uh, I don't know if you did this, but when you're in the sewers, did you go to the, like, the room in the sewer with the, like, the boxing alligators? <laughs> yes. One, it's funny that there are gators in the sewers, because I remember that being, like, a big urban legend yeah. around that time. But I really enjoy if you kill the gators, they turn into purses. <laughs> it's just a funny little visual silly thing that doesn't really add anything to the game it's just you know kind of an example of the you know like you were saying right, the kind of wacky humor the purses. You don't no <laughs> no yeah there's there's no point to them other than the funny visual gag um because they're always like guarding something that you want but when you die they or when they die they just turn into purses yeah so oh, that's i could see where at the time this game was pretty mind-blowing because it, oh, yeah. it felt like it was an adventure mode that this, there was cutscenes like crazy. Like half the game was a cutscene. Yeah. And I was like, man, this is like early Metal Gear Solid. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a it's essentially a sports game with a story, and that's yeah. just not a thing that happened back then. Like, I mean, you know, we're all used to you know whatever my career mode in NBA Two K, where you have to go and you know go to the the launch party for your album and chat up Idris Elba and like that's not what sports games were in 1990. No. Um yeah, so so I I suppose I have teased it long enough. Uh I've talked about it, you know, kind of in hinting ways for 6 weeks and into a seventh now. It is finally time to tell the story of why the Dooley family stopped going to Video Sensations in Midland, Michigan. Oh, man. <laughs> so this is, I, I feel like I talked about this on an early episode where Video Sensations was super cool because it was a video store, but then they had this back room, 
that was just full of video games that you didn't get to go into. You walked up to the counter and they had this binder with a list of every game they had. And so you picked the game out of the binder you wanted and then the clerk that was behind the door went and got the game for you. So, you know, we just did that weekly. You know, we rented everything there because that was how you played games back then. So we rented, you know, probably at least half of the games on this list just from doing that. And one of the games we rented was the original Skate or Die, which Skate or Die 2 is really hard. And like I said, it's not super fun, but it's enjoyable just because of how silly it is. Yeah. If memory serves, keep in mind this was over three decades ago, but the original Skater Die was just not that good a game. And so, you know, we, we played it for the, you know, whatever, three to five days, however long it was you could rent games for. Was there an adventure mode in the first one? I don't think so. I think it was just kind of an expanded version of the half pipe. I think there was like maybe a half pipe and a skate park kind of thing. Okay. Um, like there was more stuff you could jump off of, but it wasn't really a, you know, it definitely wasn't an open world like the warehouse and Tony Hawk. Um, yeah. but it was more along those lines. I think, I think, um, cause I haven't played it since this happened, right. but so we returned the game, we rent, you know, whatever other games we got instead and took them home, played them, you know, just kind of did, you know, lather, rinse, repeat. And then we went back and, uh, we went to rent, um, a couple games and a movie, probably. I don't. I don't remember the specifics of this part of it, but they tried to charge us like seventy dollars to rent these games. I'm like, why? Why so high? It's like, well, there's the charge for the copy of Skate or Die that you kept. I was like, we didn't keep Skate or Die. We returned it. It's like, well, we it it never got scanned back in. You still have it. You just if you return it, we can take these charges off. It's like, well, we're we can't return it because we already returned it. <laughs> like you, you guys have it. We're not going to pay for a game that we didn't even like. That you know. So basically, they accused us of stealing the original Skater Die, and <laughs> uh, so we started going to Chart Hit Super Video instead, and uh, Video Sensations within probably a year and a half, two years. Uh, had gone out of business and was replaced by, I think, a Domino's. Oh wow! <laughs> I don't, I don't remember specifically. It was right off the square or right off the circle in downtown Midland, like prime real estate. But uh, I guess their business model wasn't so good. Or they uh, try to like, hey, we're going down. We need to charge. You <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe just a clerk went rogue and decided the best way to make up the money was to just start throwing out accusations and hoping people weren't paying attention but yeah so that's uh that's my skater die story Uh, i had never played the second one before just because of what happened with the first one but yeah had you ever played either of them before no this is my first i actually never even heard of them to be honest with you this is the first i knew this game existed because I saw it, you know, subsequently after the story with the first one, but right, yeah, just never got around to it. Uh, another game that I knew existed but had never actually played because I remember seeing the box on the shelf at the rental store is our other game, yeah. number thirty-seven, Jackal, which uh, is from our old friends at Konami. Uh, it is an overhead run-and-gun game uh, ported from the arcade game called Top Gunner. Uh, game was released in 1988. Uh, you're driving an armed jeep 
in enemy territory, you know, vague, you know, faceless bad guy, you know, war enemy type people, you're rescuing POWs. That's basically what you're doing. Again, not at all clear that that's what you're supposed to be doing. No, they don't um, <laughs> This is something where I, you know, after a couple of game overs, I finally figured out why there was a helicopter in every level that I couldn't seem to blow up. Um, it was because I was supposed to be rescuing POWs and taking them to the helicopter <laughs> to get out. <laughs> I uh, did take. I, it did take me a while to get that as well. So. Yeah. It, uh, I, I went to the top. Why didn't I? Win? Yeah. I didn't save it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because it like it gives you your score at the end of each level. It's like, why did I? What? Like, I killed so many people <laughs> and I I beat the boss. Why did I get such a low score? And I was like, oh, because I left. You know, eight men behind, trapped in <laughs> in prison behind enemy lines. So eventually, you figure out like, oh, I can blow that building up, and they'll come running out, and I can I can take them to the helicopter. Um, it took uh, th- it was definitely one that took some getting used to. It didn't control like anything I can really remember. Um, there's two different attacks. There's like a basically a machine gun and. You can either, like, like, like lob grenade. Or- yeah. 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 Or you can upgrade that to a missile launcher. Yeah. Um, but the machine gun only shoots up. Yep. Regardless of which direction your Jeep is facing, it always shoots up. So it's either shooting out the passenger side, the driver's side, the back window, or the windshield, <laughs> depending on the direction you're facing. But you can throw the grenades or launch the missiles in any direction. Um. I I was really surprised by how much I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. It's another one that I wouldn't say is is one of my favorites that we've played, but it was just it was a really pleasant surprise that for as simple a game as it was, there was a surprising amount of depth. Like there was a skill involved in you know evading enemy fire and you know timing your attacks to avoid you know automated weapons and stuff like that. Yeah, and it was definitely like. They did a good job of like, all right, the first level's easy, mm-hmm. second level gets harder, third level gets harder. You know, they do a good, uh, it's not like all at once for Konami. I've yeah. Done a good job scaling it a little bit. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you compare that to like to Life Force that we played a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It just kind of throws you in the deep end. Like, I guess they're assuming when you're playing Life Force that you've already played Gradius, so you kind of understand the mechanics of the game. Right. But, I mean, there's there was nothing like that for Jackal, so it, it kind of eases you in. You can drive around for a while without seeing an enemy, just to kind of get wonder, used to the... I wonder why it's called Jackal. I don't know. Especially considering it was called Top Gunner in the arcade. Yeah. I'm wondering if maybe it was just a, like a copyright thing that they didn't want. Oh, uh, Top Gun. Well, did Top Gun come out? 1986, so the same year as the arcade game. Got it. Which, they probably came out about the same time, and Konami just didn't want to mess with it when they ported it. That makes sense. Um, That's just, that's my hunch. Um, Konami, man, they just really know how to make good shooters. They do. I I mean, we're going next week's game, or not next week, a couple weeks from now. Week after, yeah. (laughs) Week after, it's like Konami. They they love their war games. I realize <laughs> they really do. Yeah, like every game is something about war. Somebody somebody in that studio has been through some stuff. 
Oh no! Actually, next week too, because oh, yeah, uh, Russian, Russian attack. Uh, right. Yeah, I was thinking it was we were ha- gonna have to wait till Gradius on episode nine, but yeah, Russian attack is also a Konami game. That's also a war. Game. That's also so a war. Like... Yeah. Huh. I didn't realize how much war games they liked or had at the time. But... I wonder if Konami's okay because they also yeah, obviously probably most famously made Contra and Super and C, no <laughs> and that's about as war as it gets <laughs> yeah we'll see <laughs> so i had never played jackal um it sounds like you hadn't either but uh a pretty simple game um like you said you know blow up buildings to rescue pow's um it's also fun you can also run over enemy soldiers yeah that was um fun. which is helpful if you can't get a great angle on them to throw a grenade and they're not up from you on the screen uh, just being able to just kind of plow them over Grand Theft Auto style is is satisfying. Um, yeah, it's 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 a game that like rewards you for playing it well. It's not just like difficult for the sake of being difficult. Yeah, like a lot of NES games are. This I one. Like when, sorry, go ahead. When you beat when you beat the level, I like when you uh, they like show like a, like a screenshot of like people in the in the truck. Yeah, yeah, it like shows the dude, yeah, we made it! Um, and then, yeah, and then the next, uh, it like it goes to basically an overworld map, but it's not really, it's more like, I guess it's like when you're doing the single-player mode of Mortal Kombat, and it's got, like, all the, like, the stack, like, the tower of people you have to beat, and then, like, every time you beat one, you rise up a level. It's kind of like that, but you're, like, your jeep is progressing forward one section of the map each time. So yeah, so I um, I I enjoyed I enjoyed both games in very different ways. Um, I think uh, unless you've got something else uh, you want to talk about specifically about uh, about Jackal, uh, you want to start uh, looking at those high scores. Yeah, man. Let's see what you got. So on Skater Die Two, my best half pipe score was thirteen thousand seventy eight. Do you have a score for that? I did not. The half pipe okay. thing I didn't really so I'll give you I didn't really do a lot because I don't know. It was just I really wanted to get to the story. Yeah. And yeah. Also, I, I thought I thought in sto- in the adventure mode that I would get like better stuff for the half pipe, but I guess not. Yeah, I don't think they have anything to do with each other, uh, which is weird. Um, I feel like the half pipe is skate or die and then they just put they, <laughs> they, they just tacked the adventure mode on. That may be. It's totally different. It's a different game. Yeah, it is. It's very different. I mean, even the graphics are different. It, yeah, I mean, they have Ariel. So. Yeah, they have, they have Ariel <laughs> and Lester. And Lester. Um, yes. So in adventure mode, <laughs> in adventure mode, you made it to the mall. So I made it to the beach. To the so beach. The yeah. Okay, I did not get out of the first level. <laughs> I I never got past the mayor's wife. Uh, I think if I'd had more time, because it took me so long to figure out that I needed to level up my board before I could do anything else. Right. Um, that by the time I figured that out and got myself strong enough to where I could kind of compete with her, I just I didn't have time, and I died a couple times before I could figure out the timing, and then just my hour was up. So yeah, yeah so I, I you. Know- yeah, I, I just, like, chugged it. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to give you this taco. Go get another taco. 
just gay people. I didn't know what I was doing, to be honest, so I don't know. Maybe that was my problem. I just overthought it. Yeah, um, and then you go to the mall and, like, there's shops, and I just gave everybody, it's like, oh, you wanted this here. <laughs> so you're just, like, going around robbing stores at the mall to give stuff to people? No, so, like, they asked for, like, there's a barber shop, I believe, and they asked for, like, a burger or something. Mm, okay. When I went out, you go to the next, like, a sewer thing, and then, yeah, I would find it there. I don't know. Well, I'm gonna. I will say you won this one, uh, just because I think you're right that this game is really the adventure mode. Yeah. That the half pipe is just kind of like a mini game. Uh, so that brings you to within one of me. Where it's now five to four. Uh, oh. Every every week we are uh, we're comparing our high scores. Uh, Ricky got off to a quick start. Uh, I pulled ahead, but now it may all come down to Jackal as to whether <laughs> we're tied through seven weeks. Let's see. So Jackal, I never made note of my scores, um, but I did make it to the boss at the end of level three. Was the oh, farthest I made it. We are tied, same dude. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> was it the stupid wall? Yeah. Like, the wall things. Uh huh. The statues. Yeah, those things are. Oh no, the statues. The, they're like spitting heat-seeking missiles at you. Yeah. I beat those. It was oh. the battleship. Is the end of level three. Oh, then I got it through the beginning of level three then, because I remember the last thing I did was the statues, mm -hmm. and then level three started, or it doesn't really start, it kind of continues. Yeah. It's weird, but yeah, I don't remember fighting that, so I guess you went higher than me. <laughs> All right. Yeah, because uh, yeah, the level one boss is just like a barrage of tanks that you have to fight. Yeah, and then the second level is the is they're that like, statues? yeah, it's like oh, okay. totem okay. statues that like they open their mouth and missiles come flying out at you, God, and then you have to so blow annoying. up the statues to stop the missiles uh, from coming at you, and then once you destroy, there's like four or five of them, uh, then you beat the level and yeah. can advance, <laughs> and then at the end of level three, you're fighting a, a like a battleship that's floating out in the whatever body of water you're coming up to, and it's. You know, it's got a bunch of turrets and stuff, and that killed me twice. And then I was partway through level two again when my timer ran out. Ugh. That's the thing that's unforgivable. Like, these games, once you lose, you lose, and you have to start all over again. Uh huh. And next week, trust me, I'm going <laughs> to. <a lot>, <laughs> yes, yeah, there's a lot of that. Um, well, I mean, speaking of. Next week, uh, we'll we'll get into the games coming up, but just as a kind of an advanced plug, this is the last episode that's coming out in the month of April, as you've no doubt noticed by looking at your calendar that today is the last day of April, so we're definitely not making another episode. There are four Thursdays in May, and so we are going to celebrate Mega Man May, starting Ooh. May 7th, where we are going to be playing a different Mega Man game every week, uh, and uh, we'll see if uh, the little blue... Japanese robot uh, can pull off the clean sweep uh, through four weeks. Uh, but first, we need to figure out uh, who is going to be facing the number 28 seed baseball stars uh, in round number two. Um, I think I enjoyed Jackal more. Um, the production design of Skater Die 2 was better. Yeah. Uh, the like the the story. I mean, there's a story in Skater Die Two, and there isn't really in Jackal. Yeah. 
Um, but I think in terms of like how much enjoyment I got out of playing the game and which one I think is just a, a better game overall, I, my vote is for Jackal. See, this is hard because I agree. Gameplay-wise, Jackal's superior. But Scary Die 2, I feel like the story mode was so different for the time. Maybe not. Oh, yeah, for sure. Out of all the games we played so far, I felt like it was like, oh, this is a story. This game has a story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for so sure. It's I mean, that's hard because I do love story games. Like, it's... Or adventure games. So, yeah. I, 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 oh, man, I don't know. This is tough. But well, overall, you know what? I think I'm going to give it to Jackal as well, just because I think it is a better game. Okay. I was going to say, if you went Skater Die 2, Skater Die 2 is going to advance because it got 75% of our votes online. Uh, oh. So, yeah, that it, it would have broken the tie in Skater Die's <laughs> favor. But uh, So, Jackal does move on. Yeah, uh, Jackal. Jackal will face baseball stars, uh, and hopefully by the time that happens there will be actual baseball again um hopefully i i miss baseball i didn't i didn't <laughs> expect to but this time of year like i really want to watch a tigers game but i mean there's the internet i can watch old tigers games there is there <laughs> so is. so we've got we've got a little bit of listener feedback before we go into wrapping up the episode uh jd sloan reached out on twitter uh, this was about episode five, which he had just listened to last week, um, saying that he, I'll be honest, I would have gone Mario Brothers here, but listening to you both makes me want to check out Life Force, although I think I remember playing it at some time. I would definitely check out Life Force. It's, definitely. Uh, if you can get your hands on a copy, it's a really fun game. Mario Brothers is great. Um, I really, you know, those of you that listened to episode five, I hemmed and hawed a lot on uh, on picking between those two. But, that was uh, a hard one. Yeah. That was really hard. Uh, but Life Force did get the win. Uh, and then our old pal Ryan O reached out as well uh, about last week's episode. Uh, I don't know if you remember when we were talking about Dr. Mario and Ring King, we mentioned the between rounds animation in Ring King and how I'm just how <laughs> uh, there's not really a way to do this not bluntly, how sexually explicit it looks. Um, and uh, so Ryan says, yikes. Not the biggest video game error I've ever seen, but yikes. And I think that sums it up pretty well. Uh, if you want to hear more about uh, our thoughts on that, you can listen to episode six. If you want to see the GIF we're talking about, it is on our Twitter page. Um, I think I may have also posted it on Facebook, but it's probably been taken down because it's Facebook. Uh, <laughs> next week, uh, next week, as we mentioned, Mega Man May will be kicking off uh, with the number 30 seed... Mega Man, the original, taking on number 99 seed, Russian Attack. Now, that's not Russian as in Russian. That's Russian <laughs> as in Russian. Russian. Uh, Russian <laughs> Attack. R-U-S-H. It does sound like we're going to say Russian all day. It really does. It really does. And, you know, it's, you know check out episode 8 because we're just going to say Russian a lot. I'm not going to be bothered to put the extra space in there. It's Rush apostrophe N apostrophe Attack. Rush N attack, but I'm not going to say that. Attack. That's what I'm going to say. Rush N attack. <laughs> Rush N attack. Uh, so we mentioned Facebook. You can check us out. Facebook.com slash Kings of Consoles. Uh, at Kings of Consoles on Twitter and Instagram. 
you can reach out to me on Twitter, on my personal Twitter. I'm at LoopyDate. And I'm at Ricky4518. Play old games. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me, Pedley. Thanks to Captain Portal for our theme song, intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org. And the music and sound effects from this week's games can be found with a quick Google search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated with Nintendo. We're just big.